Welcome to Post Social. I'm Meg, your friendly neighborhood media maven, and I am ready to talk all things social to assist you in building an engaging and genuine following. Welcome to episode 12 of Post Social. Today, I want to kind of talk about some things that are going on in the world. Usually, I don't take the time here to chat about uh, public relations or current events or things like that, but this is something that continues to happen over and over again, and I think it's really important for us to take a look at from a social media standpoint. That being that the things that you say and do in your life are going to eventually make it onto social media. Now, it might be accidental. It might be um, because someone is trying to out you. It might be because you were unaware that something is going on and you were in the background. But just about everything that you do could potentially land you in some sort of water, be it hot or not, on social media. And that's somewhat concerning in the day and age that we live, especially when so many of us are trying to build a brand, build a business, go forward in learning and and building and, and growing and trying to make a space for ourselves as entrepreneurs. So in that idea, I would like to take some time to discuss the public relations side, the customer satisfaction side, and the social media etiquette side of business ownership. If you own a business, if you are part of uh, an MLM, if you own part of a franchise, if you have your own business or startup, you are going to find yourself on social media, or you should. We've talked about this before. People need to be on social media if they want to be found. If you want to be found organically through your content. You'll need to create constant contact to be put out on social media, be it a blog, a website, a Facebook page, a LinkedIn, a Twitter, an Instagram, any of these things. There are so many different options. A Pinterest, there are so many different options. But if you are putting content out there, it is for someone else to see. And if someone is seeing or looking for you, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, which is fine, but you also don't want to create animosity with anyone. If you're not their cup of tea, you'd rather them leave you with a, a pleasant taste versus something sour. And that can come across a lot of the time in the way that you speak to others online. It's really important as a business to have uh, correct usage of grammar and whatever language you are communicating in. If you have a uh, Spanish language page, then clearly that your language usage and your verbiage in Spanish needs to be on point. Uh, It's not going to behoove you to use the wrong conjugations of things and and the wrong wording so that when people are trying to find you, they're not going to see you as professional if you're making those mistakes. The same thing goes for businesses who are doing things in English. If you are using incorrect grammar, if your punctuation and your spelling are off, if you you are using verbiage that is uh, less than professional, then you're going to be seen as uh, deliberately uninformed. And that is not something that any business owner wants to come across. I, I can't think of a business that thrives on being known as being unprofessional or uninformed. <laughs> so I would hate for that to be someone's business just for the sheer lack of understanding. I would encourage you to download Grammarly. It's a free program. You can also have the paid version. It is a free program that runs on your uh, internet browser and it actually will check on most platforms. It'll kind of check for you the common uses of the grammar that you are utilizing. So if you are working in the business sphere, you can set up for business. If you're working in the education 
education sphere, you can set it for education. If you're working in blogging, you can set it for common phrases and, and changes in grammar and common mistakes that are often made, and it will catch many of them. It doesn't do as well as those of us who swipe over it with a fine tooth comb, but it does do the job when you're writing something quickly and just kind of want to double check. So I would definitely first encourage you to do that so that you know when you're writing something that it's coming off in one of the best lights possible as far as your wording is concerned. But that brings me to my next point, which is actually if you are using verbiage, if you are using words that don't translate in a positive way, regardless of the situation, if they're not translating in a positive way, they're going to be seen as overly negative. It's very, very difficult to read tone online. And we've seen this in tweets before. I mean, the media is just full of people who are tweeting the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing, um, trying to make a joke that doesn't come off well because you can't read tone very well in social media. Words are words. You can get an overall feeling. I mean, if somebody's angry, clearly they're going to use caps lock or capital word, capitalized words. Um, if somebody is feeling sarcastic, they're going to use, you know, a series of dots. And if somebody is probably feeling happy or excited, they're going to use exclamation points. So there are clearly keys that you can look for to gauge the tone of a message. But often those um, cross the boundaries from one to another. So it's very important that the words that you're using when you're sharing with others are those that you really want to convey your message. Do not, under any circumstances, find yourself in a situation where you are referring to or responding to an unhappy individual, client, uh, customer at the very time that they have said something, that they have posted something on your page because you're going to respond with emotion first. You need to take a step back. You need to think thoroughly through everything that's going on, how you would like to have it handled, and how you would best like to be responded to in the situation if you were in their shoes. Your business is your baby, and I so understand that. And our first response is to defend our baby. But oftentimes that comes off as very crass, very harsh, and very defensive in its own right. And that's not usually the feeling that you want to promote on your social media platforms because people are going to see that and they're going to create a judgment about you and about your business based on those interactions. So I would suggest this. I would suggest that you in advance, while you're creating your page, while you're creating your brand voice, while you're doing all the things for setup, you take some time to create some already made responses that you can utilize in times where emotions might be running high, both positive and negative. That way you're consistently responding to clients and customers in a way that is positive and that puts your business in the best light and that you can move the situation to where you would like it to go as a business owner. So take this for example. If you have a customer who is excessively happy with their product or their service or their interaction with you, you can have a response that is excited and happy, but also correctly subdued to seem professional. You want to make sure that each client or customer that comes into your business or leaves a review for you is responded to in a way that is almost equal. You don't want to pay more attention to one than you pay to another because that could also upset people. And it's going to take a lot of time for, you know, keeping up with these reviews and things like that, which is why it's so important to have a dedicated social media person and to have this conversation with them so they know how to handle these things when they come up. They can even help you to put these together and to make sure that they sound the way your brand voice is appearing online. 
So you can have some sort of response that says thank you and put their name in there. We're so happy that you were able to visit us today and that you found uh, greatness or that you found excitement in your services or our product. And we look forward to seeing you again or we look forward to serving you again or we look forward to your return visit. That's happy, that's positive, that acknowledges that they were there and that they are happy to give you a review and hopefully other people will be able to see that you were there and responsive. Easy peasy, you know, you can change it up as necessary for the situation but I would not stray too far from that. I would make sure that that information stays consistent so that people understand that you are the, the voice is coming through the same every single time. Now, this brings us to the other side. And the other side is when you have a complaint or an unhappy customer or client or somebody who just doesn't really like what you're doing. And that's going to happen. If you're getting recognized, you're going to find people who don't like you. And there are going to be people on the internet who take pride and happiness from trolling different sites and just kind of getting a reaction out of people. But if you are set up in advance to make sure that you're handling this, then that makes sense that they would not get that rise out of you and should hopefully go elsewhere. But for those clients who are unhappy with something, you need to have a response that is one tone that is not overly excited or disrespectful at all. And that is, you know, still maintains a professional demeanor that you're looking forward to promoting as part of your brand voice online and at your business. Say something happened, there was a mistake, something broke, or uh, needs to be fixed, and someone's really upset about it. You want to acknowledge that they're feeling unhappy and that there was an unfortunate situation, and you also want to take the conversation offline. So, Because remember, people can actually, if you take it to like a private message or something, people are still going to screenshot that and they're able to share it everywhere. We see it all the time. We see it all of the time. And you want to make sure that that doesn't happen to you. So if you were unable to handle that complaint or that unhappy customer or client in store face to face, because they still might come after, you know, and say what they want to say online in a review, despite how they were handled, if you handled them with as much decorum as possible face to face, if you are able to respond to them in a way that acknowledges their feelings and also lets them know that you're open to a conversation and how they can help to have you form best, better customer relations, that may be something that they're open to. That allows them to say, if you say, I'm so, you know, you don't have to be overly apologetic. But from a business sense, if you say something along the lines of, I understand that you had an experience that was not, you know, up to the standard that you were expecting, and we look forward to having a conversation with you to see how we could better improve our customer relations or our customer satisfaction, please expect a call from us, you know, in the next couple hours. We hope that you'll be available. That allows people to see that you are acknowledging the way that they're feeling that you understand they're unhappy and that you're willing to have an open conversation, an open and calm, polite and respectful conversation, which allows both parties to calm down a little bit and have maybe a really productive conversation because both parties can learn something. There are always going to be customers who and clients who are irrational. And as people, that's humans, that just kind of happens. It doesn't mean that it's okay. It doesn't mean that it's right, but it is going to happen and you are going to come across those people. But you need to continue to keep that decorum and that sense of responsibility and polite professionalism in order to keep your end of the conversation controlled. And if it gets to a point that it is verbally abusive, if you're feeling threatened, or if you feel that the conversation is going nowhere fast, you can always remove yourself from the conversation politely by saying, I'm sorry we were unable to come to a resolution that you are satisfied with. I do appreciate your time. 
And if there's anything in the future that we can do to help uh, gain your recommendation, we would love to hear about that. Thanks so much and have a great day. And then disengage yourself from the conversation. It's going to happen. You're not going to be able to make everybody happy, but you don't want the alternative. And the alternative is someone going into, you know, their their whole friend group and sharing posts that was written about you or about your business and sharing it with hundreds of thousands of people. Because we know things go viral very quickly on the internet. And we would never want that to happen in a negative light toward our business because that's very hurtful. People who don't even know you are going to form an opinion about you. And you want to be the one that forms the opinion, not somebody else's words. You're not going to be able to catch everybody. We know that. But if you have a system in place in order to handle these things, and if you have, if your staff is trained in the way to handle an excessively happy or an excessively unhappy customer or client, you're going to cut down on the time that it takes you to do cleanup later if something does go wrong. And that's really important because your time is very valuable. And you want to make sure that, again, you're utilizing your time to the best of its ability. You are providing and promoting a professional brand voice that is consistent with the level of service that you provide or the level of product you provide. And you also want to make sure that that is a consistent thing that stays throughout all the interactions that you have online. I've said it before, if you don't want that sucker plastered everywhere and every meme on every social platform, then don't say it or write it. I used to say, say it, forget it, write it, regret it, and unfortunately that's no longer true. And I believe I've mentioned this in a past podcast. If I don't want it to be, because people can be recording at any time. We have a mini camera with fantastic ability to record in our pockets, on our on our hip, in our hands at all times. It takes a double click of that home button to open up a camera and hit record. So if you don't want it to possibly get onto social media, if you don't want it to be shared to your grandmother, your parents, your business partner, or your husband or wife, I would definitely not say it. Keep yourself safe. Keep yourself sane. Think through things before you say them. Do I want this to get out? Is this something that I'm proud of? Can I stand behind this? And if any of those answers are no, it should not cross your lips. It should not, not come out of those fingertips. <laughs> your lips and fingertips should be sealed if there are things that you're planning on sharing that could be harmful to your business or another group of people. That in and of itself is the crux of social media. You've got the ability for people to connect at a moment's notice, which means you also have the ability for them to tear a business down based upon a few responses. So be very careful. Be very careful with what you say. Have a list of responses ready for situations that may arise so that you can always maintain um, an air of uh, engagement and the fact that you're going to be there. I'm not saying copy and paste every single one, fix it a little bit to meet the needs of each uh, response or review, but make sure they're along the same lines. Don't write a dissertation. Uh, don't get into an argument. There's no sense in arguing on social media because it can always be screenshot. It doesn't matter if you deleted it. It doesn't matter if you go back and edit it. People are always going to have that original screenshot as soon as it goes up because somebody somewhere is waiting for you to mess up. And I say that not to scare you, but to prepare you. I want you to be successful and I want your business to flourish and I do not want it to be brought down because of a few silly mistakes on social media. They say it's not going to make or break your business, but it is definitely going to give you a leg up or going to weigh you down. And I want you to put your very best foot forward. I want you to be everything that your brick and mortar, that your online, that your digital business, whatever it is, I want it to be everything that it can be with the aid of social media. Along the lines of you not being at work when something happens. So say you are out 
at your local store, Target, Walmart, Kohl's, Belk, wherever it is that you are, say you're out and you have an altercation, a verbal altercation with someone, um, either right or wrong on either side, however you may feel, and somebody gets it on camera. You weren't working, you didn't have a, a business card out, you didn't have a name tag on, you didn't have uh, you know, your uniform on, you weren't standing behind the desk of your business, whatever it was, but this is social media. People can Google image, search your picture and find out exactly who you are. And when they do that, unfortunately, if they feel that you were in the wrong, because you know, there's two, three sides, there's, you know, your side, my side and the truth to every story. And so if somebody finds, you know, you or me or whoever's having this discussion, they're going to be able to find out who you are. They're going to be able to find out your past history and they're going to be able to find out what your business is. So your business may not even have been in the mix at all. And the conversation may have had nothing to do with your business, but it may reflect poorly based upon how the, the incident came and went. So please keep that in mind no matter where you are. You are a reflection of your business and your brand. You are your brand. So make sure that you are always promoting the best part of your brand. Be transparent, be real, and be careful. If you have other questions, I would love to have a conversation with you. If you're looking for uh, tips on things to write, uh, to have a couple of those responses, those responses at the ready, I'm happy to assist. Just send me a quick email. And until next time, stay social. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Post Social. It means the world to me that you have taken your time to listen and engage and learn something from what I have shared today. If you have other questions, please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Mockup Media, M-O-K-U-P-M-E-D-I-A. If you have questions, it is always me all the time. I am the one who is answering you. So please tweet, send, email me your questions. I am happy to help. If you'd like to know more about what it is that I do, please visit www.mockupmedia.com. That's www.mockup. M-E-D-I-A dot com. And I will catch you next time.